invest in professional development for your entire organization, boost its potential, and see it grow. Choose Docebo, the world's most powerful platform for corporate learning. Learn more at docebo.com. Paris changes, but nothing has changed in my melancholy. These are the words of Cheryl Baudelaire as he celebrates the Paris of the 1860s, a city of shacks and alleyways, of barricades and junk, of proudly defiant people. Baudelaire's beloved Paris is no more. Napoleon III knocked it down and had it rebuilt in the name of urban planning and public order. Cities change suddenly, and they forget their past just as quickly. Slums are redeveloped, neighborhoods are renovated. City centers change as well, residents leave, and their buildings are fixed up to welcome the needs of fast tourism. All the meanwhile, capital pulls the strings, the internet has been the main force in changing the face of cities in the last few years. The algorithm has been redesigning urban landscapes. Wish list it, click on it, like it, review it, share it. These are the commands that this force enables. A product of the season of zero interest rates of the recent past in which the central banks had an enormous amount of liquidity with which to seek out new investments. Capital moved away from income and government securities and instead chose to take on risks. It started to bet on potentially world-shifting startups. It put its faith in technological innovation and hunted down the next big thing, scoping out the latest discoveries. This recent past also brought about that force which today is redefining urban spaces. Its name is Airbnb, and it's the new Boston town. I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Coda Media, sponsored by Docebo. Recently in Italy, the financial police preventively seized 779 million euros from Airbnb, the leading company for short-term homestays. The court of Milan has accused the digital giant of not paying taxes on approximately 4 billion euros collected in Italy between 2017 and 2021. This measure is unprecedented in the history of the big tech lords and it's reopened a debate on the severe repercussions of apps and digital capitalism on society. Every nightmare starts as a dream, often with good intentions at heart. Back in 2011, the New York Times presented Airbnb as just a website that simplified the process of renting extra rooms to travelers. But only a few years later, it's become something more something far more impactful. Today, it's a symbol of the sharing economy and of sustainable tourism. 
a giant that brings down expenses and casts shade on the traditional hospitality industry. As a brand, it tells a win-win story. Property owners find a way to make more money than they would from a mid-term or long-term rental. And travelers can find an affordable short-term accommodation as well. All the website does is take a commission for the service itself. Not a bad idea at all. In this way, the platform starts to affect the territory. It earns from hospitality, but it doesn't actually produce anything. Some observers are critical, but the idea works brilliantly. The platform explodes and millions of listings start popping up all over the world. Italy itself is third in the world for users after France and the USA. Airbnb starts its life in a San Francisco loft. In the summer of 2008, a local convention has filled up all accommodation facilities. So the struggling founders of the web portal decide to rent out their own living spaces. Just a few years later, in a similar situation during the Summer Olympics of Rio 2016, Airbnb is so important that it receives a commission to cover 20,000 lodgings. But that same summer, in native San Francisco, posters start appearing in historic Chinatown with the pictures, names, and surnames of 12 local Airbnb renters. They're presented as cowboy bandits with wanted written above their heads. Below, in English and Chinese, the words gentrification of Chinatown, Airbnb in our community, destroying affordable housing for immigrant, minority, and low-income families. The message is unmistakable, and it even uses that magic word which the digital Goliath has often become associated with, gentrification. The radical change of a residential area caused by the reappreciation of real estate on the market and the expulsion of previous residents. The process often goes hand in hand with a change in the local reputation and public perception of the affected area. The protest of San Francisco gets one thing right. That win-win situation between tourist and traveler has ignored the needs of long-term renters, which earn property owners a lot less money. Every apartment on the portal is one apartment less on the market for stable residents. In Italy, the rise of short-term rentals has generated severe inequality. Airbnb has also exacerbated the housing crisis in Los Angeles and the boom in rental costs in Berlin. Talking about Berlin, the Californian Colossus stated back in 2016 that it didn't control enough apartments in the German capital to influence the market in any way. After conquering the city centers, Airbnb set its eye on the suburbs, and not only. Lately, it started to target smaller towns as well. The Titan has come to an agreement with local associations and the owners of historical residences to invest in restoring real estate of artistic and cultural value, and of course, to open them up to the hospitality sector. The idea is to transform these small, deserted towns into tourist attractions thanks to beautiful refurbishments, themed initiatives, branding, and local products. 
it would certainly seem preferable to the pitiful state of some of these places right now. After all, corporations love to curate a clean image and to write their own story as a caring, noble, and even progressive organization. In 2016, journalist Allison Griswold pointed out that Airbnb continued to present itself as the good guy fighting for the interests of the middle class against the bad guys of the hotel lobbyists who hate progress. But this type of storytelling is starting to crumble. Controversy, fines, the accrual of accommodations, and most importantly, tax problems are starting to tell an entirely different story. Obviously, you don't have to be wealthy to list your property, but in the case that you're renting out a room in your own apartment, you're still giving up on something that we might call livability. Maybe you enjoy the company of people from around the world, but maybe not. You just need the money. In any case, it seems that, globally, it's the big players of the real estate industry that are moving into the short-term homestay market, and this changes things entirely. Not to mention the tax issue, where the EU is severely behind in terms of legislation. However, the recent decision of the Court of Milan proves that the wind is about to change. And big tech is at the center of a crisis of legitimacy, where it'll be hard for it to continue playing the part of the good guy. After all, since 2017, Airbnb has reached some amazing results, controlling more lodgings than the five largest hotel chains put together. Meanwhile, the city of San Francisco, where it all began, has become the city with the most expensive real estate in the USA. A symbol of what some are calling the California nightmare a warning of things to come, where hordes of homeless roam agonizingly, having lost everything, even their own rage, while an elite of billionaires rises above. Black Box is a Cora News podcast, produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Dolcevo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diavoli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Mattia Liciotti. Production organization by Alex Peverengo. <laughs> <laughs>